0: Welcome to the Codeplay Culture Podcast, where we discuss tech, gaming, health, and the world around us.
1: Welcome back to another exciting, amazing episode um, on the Codeplay Culture Podcast. I am uh, your host, uh, Logan Dunning, and my co-host here, Rui. Say hello, Rui. Hello, everybody. All right, so today we have a awesome uh, show number two. Um, we've been very consistent week over week, um, never missing a beat. And if we can indefinitely continue these weekly podcasts, um, looking back at this, uh, you know, years from now, um, it'll be quite the feat, right? Absolutely. We can do that. So today's uh, exciting, amazing topic is um, animation alchemy, uh, Studio Ghibli's influence on animation and the video game industry. Um, and, uh, yeah, so for, for those that don't know about this incredible, I guess, animator, visionary entrepreneur, um, really do you want to like, kind of give us the high level of if anyone's never heard of this, uh, studio and what they make, what they do?
0: Yeah. So studio Ghibli is a Japanese animation studio that primarily makes Japanese animation. And I believe they have made some live action video if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. But yeah, they deliver amazing quality, top-notch animation with just top-quality storyline. It's it's truly amazing and it has inspired of course a ton of spin-offs video games and and movies centered around those um, those Ghibli themes cuz they have a very unique art style and um, and story. So yeah, that's basically what it is in a nutshell. Um, in terms of of Nino Kuni the game, which is a spin off, or not a spin off. I shouldn't say it's a spin off. Its art style is based on Studio Ghibli's art. Actually, no, that's it was developed one. by Studio Ghibli. This one right here. here. That's the one. And that's the one we're going to talk about today. The original, the one and only Nino yes. Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch.
1: Right. And when you say one and only, maybe you can tell other people My- why.
0: <laughs> why My apologies. Why? Why? It was a part uh, two.
1: No, but y- y- one and only is correct, right? Yeah. But why um, is the second one uh, different?
0: Well, the first one, okay. The second one's different. The familiar system, the familiar battle system, is not based around a based around a um, Pokemon type battle system. It's, yeah, like these. It little... went completely different. Yeah, and it's more of a um, single character kind of it's a single protagonist and he just, you know, goes on throughout the worlds and does his business, but in part 1, yep. It's a familiar battle system which is, you know, akin to your Pokemon type uh, battle system, which I, I enjoy a lot more than than part 2. And I think you were saying
1: before was um part 1 was and um, this is part 2, but part 1 was like they worked with Studio or the ex employees or employees of Studio Ghibli cuz i believe the it dissolved right the the company or maybe they still have some ex people but like the the second one did it uh, were you telling me that it uh they didn't work directly with the art yeah um, okay yeah so that yeah, that's that, what it was
0: uh, yeah the second one didn't work directly with Studio Ghibli they they worked with ex employees of that company yeah. right um the first one they worked directly with Right, right. So if
1: you're looking for that de facto uh, Studio Ghibli experience for video games, you want to start with this one. If you like Pokemon, you know, you're going to start with this one regardless. Uh, This one, I would say, has way more charm than this one. Um, But, you know, this one for me, I like better only because I like that protagonist Final Fantasy level of, you know, you have one character on the screen you're controlling. um, Mm -hmm. And this is, I felt like, you know, with the fam- familiars you, you know maybe you can see you know and for those who are just listening the little pokemon that fight for you um and you have this little line that connects to them um issuing kind of subliminal subconscious commands and um it's totally weird if you think about it but if you had uh it's almost like if you had a pokemon right and if that pokemon got killed yourself would die right
0: Right. So it was exactly. like tightly
1: coupled as yeah. opposed to like Ash Ketchum. You know, if Pikachu, you know, unfortunately passed away, Ash would be like, well, I'll just get a, you know, another one. Well, yeah. I mean, he's probably wouldn't be so cutthroat. Uh, you know, they, they do go back <laughs> mm-hmm. quite a bit, but um, yeah. that is a weird part about it, how there's just tight ethereal soul right. level bonding between the familiar and um, the main characters.
0: It's right? really cool because you, you get multiple familiars and... Yeah, one dies, the other one comes out, and then the other one comes out, which is good. I mean, it prolongs your increases longevity of, of your life, I suppose. Right? They're like they're like lives, right? You have your life, and then you have two extra lives, which is your familiars.
1: Oh, right, right. So you don't die right away, this, it, but it'll come out like you know it's dead. It will send the next out.
0: one will pop yeah. out. Yeah, and then you can revive that one with the other one or with mm-hmm. your your main character Oliver. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's Oliver. it's super fun. <laughs> Yeah, but and, i think they're both made by level five which yeah, is the same i think company so both.
1: this one is level five and then this one is level five yeah. it, it's it's so interesting a to good see company, though. like if you look at the back here um a lot of video games you see level five and uh namco bandai or bandai namco um, they underplay mm-hmm. the developers right the publisher yeah. comes out like where's Square Enix or whatever it is. Yeah. You'll, but you don't know that Crystal Dynamics or whoever made the Tomb Raider game or whatever it is, right? The limelight seems to always go to the publisher, you know? Is that a Bandai Namco game? It's like, um, you know, have you heard that new song from this person? And you're like, yeah, it's so good. And you think you give the artist the credit, but it's really like, oh, have you heard this song? That yeah. the artist is using from Kanye West, like a beat right, from right. you know the producer, you know, mm-hmm. or the developer in this case. Um, yeah, it's it's funny that the the person using it or pushing it normally gets the credit. I mean, yeah, that's probably okay if you think about it. They're shelling up tons of
0: money to push it out. Well, of um, course, of course. But it should but be I mean, a little bit hand in hand. It should be, right? And they should get the recognition. But I, I believe level five is the development company, right?
1: Correct, so, yes. Yeah. So, so who's Bandai the publisher? Namco is, right.
0: yeah, in the,
1: you see like Bandai Namco gets the front, but yeah. the publisher is level five. The developer,
0: you mean?
1: Sorry, yes, the developer is yeah. level five on both of them and the publisher. Right. And then look, um, on this one, it does show level five in the front, mm-hmm. um, you know, both on the back. But the, I mean, it could have been the day one edition on this one, you know, yeah. at the top, maybe they put it after uh, re- regionality matters, you know, obviously like if it's a ESRB rating versus a Peggy rating yeah. and, you know, they have different, uh, exactly you know, covers per culture or per whatever. Um, yeah. but we're skipping ahead a bit. Um, cause we have to talk about, you know, all of the different, you know, movies, mm-hmm. um, that they've created. Maybe we can talk a little bit about, you know, what, what would be the difference of, you know, um, you know, pop your kids in front of Little Mermaid versus um, Kiki's Delivery Service. You know what's the what's the charm? What's the value? What's the uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: main difference comparing Disney to uh, Japan's Disney, which yeah. is, uh, in my
0: opinion, is Studio Ghibli. Right. Well, Disney did buy a lot of uh, rights, bought rights to a lot of the Ghibli movies and mm-hmm. uh, re-release them under the Disney brand. Yes, correct. Of course, because they couldn't replicate that kind of whimsical logo. magic and uh, right, so and here's superb a, storytelling. And on the
1: side here, you have the you know the Disney logo, yeah. and then afterwards, um, um, let me see here. They um, they lost the contract, or I'm not sure what happened, but then they started releasing them non non Disney ones, right? This was mm-hmm. after, so I don't have. I don't have one of each that are before and after, but you can see Totoro here was Disney and um, Ariadne here was after that partnership ended um, for whatever reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what would you. uh, Popularity, right? Yes. Correct. As soon as it like made its name, you know, they're like, we don't need you anymore. Disney. Yeah. Potentially. Mm -hmm. And they're on uh, Netflix in Canada, right? Uh, Are they? Yes. Um, The kids watch them on there. You know when we're too lazy to put the DVD in. Um, This was my first experience uh, with Studio Ghibli Uh, at the time. Oh, sorry for those that are listening. I'm holding up a copy of um, the Blu-ray and DVD combo edition of Spirited Away, Mm -hmm. which is uh, a tale of Chihiro, or Chihiro's family is moving to a new house, uh, but. They stop on the way to explore an abandoned, uh, abandoned village, almost like a theme park. Um, and there, one thing leads to another, not ruining things. But it's an incredible tale of incredible art. I, I just love the the grandma here who has <laughs> a baby that is bigger than her. And she is probably five times as big as anyone, yeah. both uh, width and height. It's just incredible, uh, whimsical and absolutely unreal, out yeah. of the best kind of imagination. But uh, sorry, digressing off of the difference between Disney
0: and uh, Ghibli. Yeah, so the main difference is the art style, of course. As you know, the art style is a little more, um, honestly, I want to say more more kid-oriented. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just, um, it sits well with adults, or with me at least. Mm-hmm. I I can't like sitting there and watching a Disney movie like for example a Mickey Mouse movie or whatnot um, feels it just feels like it's it's hard to put into words I don't feel like I'm watching a movie that's tailored to adults mm-hmm. and it it is tailored to children specifically but mm-hmm. with with uh, Ghibli you've, it looks like children's animation but there are themes that are clearly adult themes mm-hmm. of course children don't get it but it's so subtle. Everything's just so intelligently yep. delivered. Um, the story and art just delivered in a way that um, as adults, we can disseminate it, but children have a hard time. They can see this. They just see beautiful animation and yep. and, uh, and story, right? When you're so talking, that's like that, huge difference for me. When you're talking there, my the hairs on the back
1: of my neck were standing up just like, <laughs> that's like, it was putting me in that world, you know, like, Ooh. Uh, you know like classical music how there's these highs and lows right yeah. I do find with Ghibli it's a bunch of loud things happening like running down the stairs screaming and then silence like oh and then there's something and there's literally like just eyes are wide mm-hmm. and there's like 10 seconds of silence yeah uh, I I can tell you and you know and you're a dad, I'm a dad and between all of the different movies I put on for the kids uh, like you said, I can sit through them because they're geared to all ages, mm-hmm. and these have been the best movies to hold the attention of the kids. Yeah. For some reason, every time I say, "Hey, you want to watch," you know, Totoro, um, The Wind Rises, they're like, "No, no, 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 no." We'll watch something else. But as soon as I put it on, they are glued. Yeah. And the values that they get out of those movies are so wholesome. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. For those that think about anime, they're thinking about maybe Akira or some kind of like, you know, blood, guts, gore, kind of like, you know, techno paradise murder stuff. Um, but this is more complete, like throw everything, you know, about Japanese anime out the window. This is almost, in my opinion, a completely separate category of wholesome, um, not only the art style, but the wholesome quality and, like I said, the crescendos and the the highs and lows. Yeah,
0: you know it's definitely uh, they're they're so good. And uh, honestly, looking back, I think my first brush with Studio Ghibli was um, Totoro, my neighbor Totoro. That mm. was, and um, I was an adult when I saw it. Well, was I an adult? I suppose. So your first Men- one mentally, I wasn't maybe, <laughs> 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 but physically, I was. Yeah, and uh, I love that movie. I loved it. Ooh, like, so oh, one here. couldn't get enough of it. Such a good movie. I, I love the moments of, of silence where it's just completely silent, as you you said. Right? Those are and then out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know what? Honestly, that's. I think that's good for kids to have that that silence in movies and not have be bombarded by music and loud explosions mm-hmm. and cars going down the street and things blowing up. They need that bit of silence and that dialogue and then silence. You know, just kind of, just to capture their attention and not be so distracted by noises to keep their attention. I yeah. think it's it's beneficial for for children or for yeah. for kids.
1: You know what? I just think we un, uh, just tapped into the next future wave of what's better than TikTok. Instead of having machine gun information of hold your attention, hold your attention, hold your mm-hmm. attention, um, it's this silence for a sec to see what you're missing and yeah. then to kind of bring it back. Right. right? And to process uh, what you've seen.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I sometimes think these Studio Ghibli movies are, are like a cross between reading a book and watching a cartoon. They're like mm. something in the middle, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Where you
0: need that that focus and attention and it's giving it to you, but it's doing it very, very systematically and, and slowly and, and a, in a way that we should be watching these kind of movies or any kind mm-hmm. of cartoons. I know growing up in the 80s, all the cartoons were just noise, just mm-hmm. crazy, crazy noise. Yep. <laughs> right? hold, action, hold your attention. Like Rambo and Ghostbuster mm-hmm. cartoons and Thundercats, awesome cartoons, of course. Yep. But looking back, man, they messed me up. <laughs> yeah, it's probably
1: true. Um, the The silence parts, I find, are not always, but... Much of the time, in my opinion, are when someone or something is happening and they're looking at a maze at something. They're like in amazement. Right. They're like, oh, what? And then that's all. But that's the way that I'm saying that there almost leads to say that, oh, it's a direct attempt to push people to hold their attention. But I'm not explaining it properly because it's definitely not that it's more of you know, a more natural flow of incredible experiences. Yeah. Um, and it's not really themed around, you know, that
0: constant TikTok pop-up. Um, exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But you see that in a lot of cartoons today, even like Disney movies that are being released, you know, mm-hmm. every year. It's, it's the same thing, right? It's just yep. noise. Noise and flashy colors and noise and screaming and stuff. It's it's just something that I don't, I honestly don't think it's beneficial Nope. for anybody it, uh, right and it can't hold my attention anymore because you know i've been i do a lot of a ton of reading and for some reason i can't focus yep. on all that that crazy that craziness mm-hmm. i need some kind of calm to absorb what i'm watching right yep They're like uh or as eckhart tolle says uh stillness speaks yeah for sure, uh, through yeah. the through the stillness you can you know mm-hmm. and um, a pictures worth a thousand words and and in mm-hmm. that like studio ghibli you can look at a scene and. And just be mesmerized by it. Just the sounds of the scene. You've seen those anime scenes where the camera's panning, and you hear that cicada bug in the background. Yeah, on the summer's day, and mm-hmm. it just makes you feel like you're you're there. Yeah, and uh,
1: a lot of these movies were,
0: you know, by um,
1: I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. Is it Hayo? Uh, the I know his last name Miyazaki or Miyazaki-san mm. um, is was around I think the 1920s or something like that but it was right after either World War 1 2 I'm not sure exactly but a lot of them are set in that kind of era where there's you know there's not TVs there's not phones right. it's kind of you know in the time that maybe was most prominent to uh Miyazaki
0: Yeah it's and, like post World War 2 era
1: Yeah and like some of them like have you seen this one uh, this one here is Howl's Moving Castle Oh yeah I've seen that yeah Um, And this, I'm not sure, like for those that can't see, like Howl is a crazy magician or he's, you know, words cannot describe what Howl is. And he lives in a castle that, you know, can walk, can, you know, when you open it, different doors open to different areas of the world. It's just, um, and then it goes from something like completely whimsical like that, that, you know, makes like, you know, Imagination flare up to something like uh, Secret of Ariadne, who mm-hmm. is, you know, just a regular girl, a regular come from a regular family, but she's essentially the size of maybe your index finger, and she's trying to stay away from the world of the humans because, uh, and she calls, or the little people in her world calls the normal size human humans beans right? Oh no, a bean. Yeah. Whatever that means. Like it's just, (laughs) and, um, you know, and she, she gets caught by one of like a teenage, uh, boy and, um, he just wants to be friendly, but she doesn't know. She thinks she's at risk. Um, and you have again, like cats, this, you know, this is a, the cat's face is, you know, three of her, um, Uh high. Um, and then, so that's, you know, very magical, then very, um, kind of realistic to imagine just a small person where the other one's very magical. And then you have just ones like, you know, whisper of the heart, which is just like, I believe there's no like magic in it at all. It's just literally, uh, romance, love, uh, growing up. Um, what else do you have? (laughs) Um, I have, um, have you seen, um, this one here, princess,
0: Oh like, yeah, for sure, man. That was in the theaters. So I actually saw that in the theater. Nice. It was a huge western release for that movie, way back. One of my kids' favorites is this one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've seen that. That's Ponyo, a cooler, right?
1: Yeah, and um, it's interesting. Like the, it's a, it's a fish that mm-hmm. I believe drinks or breathes air, and then accidentally turns into a human. Mm-hmm. And the person that was maintaining all of the fish. Um, yeah. gets very upset, tries to turn Ponyo back from a little boy into a fish. Yeah. But I think, you
0: know, it's... Then I also have here... Um, Let's see if you have my favorite my favorite Miyazaki the, movie of all time. The Wind Rises here.
1: Um, I don't think I have one of my favorites here, but there was one that is... It reminded me a lot like Metroid... Um, uh, maybe it's, it's the same one I'm thinking about Okay, was what's one, here? I don't know the name of it um, but it was one that she everything was it's almost like the last of us everything was like spores and there was
0: that, slugs
1: I, I yeah. think that's my favorite it's called Nausicaa Valley of the Wind yeah Nausicaa yeah that was uh, that is my so favorite, good man um, as well I have that on DVD I still need to get Nausicaa on um, Blu-ray because um, mm-hmm. I want to own them all like yeah. Pokemon, um, that was crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Um, that's it was a classic, classic, yeah. anime, classic animation, classic story. It was just it was a gem. Yeah, it is a gem.
1: And that was like like everything is like coming back, right? Like that. Yeah, that was very like Last of Us, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we and we talk about like video games that became yeah. movies or TV shows. Like Last of Us. Um, we have. Um, going back to Disney, you know, my, uh, Little Mermaid, you know, mm-hmm. now re- live action. Did yeah. Ever think they would do like, you know, essentially like a castle in the sky, but with real people, would they go down the route of, you know, what Disney's doing right now with yeah. taking the cartoons and making them real?
0: Um, honestly, they may one day if it's profitable, cause end of the day, that's all that matters, right? It's mm-hmm. just whatever they can make out of it. Yep. Um I hope they don't. I really hope I, they don't. They will ruin it, right? <laughs> I hope they don't. Especially Hollywood. I hope they don't get their mitts on it. Yeah. You know. Money. They Money will just destroy to that. Yep. that. You know. I wouldn't watch it anyways. I definitely wouldn't right. watch it because I don't want to taint, you know, that the the masterpiece of, of the originals. But yeah. Hmm.
1: I felt the same way about Final Fantasy Seven. Mm -hmm. remake, not remaster, uh, because, uh, you know, I I get it. People, it's like, again, Hollywood gets to it and they say, you know what, nobody wants turn-based combat anymore. Uh, Mm -hmm. They want real time because they don't want to wait. They don't want to play a game of chess. Right. Um, But I, what I really wanted is, like, the game was perfect already. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I believe that, I would say, you know, in my opinion, probably majority, maybe like, you know, 51% people feel that same way. If you check Reddit, I believe yeah. that everyone just wanted to take the same game. It was perfect. I just, just give me 4K, 60 frames a second. Heck, if, if you're going to make it isometric top down, give me 120 or 240 right. hertz, right? 4K. Um, and just don't touch it. Like it's perfect. You know, mm-hmm. don't even do voiceover. That's fine. Like let me read it again. I just yeah. want, um, you know, FF Seven was D-pad only because yeah. the Dual Shock Two or one, whatever, it didn't have analog sticks. That's right. When, when it came out, so they never—I don't think you could patch games on the PS One day. I mean, maybe you could, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it was very uncommon. Like it—it it never got the analog stick support. Yeah. Um But uh yeah, it—you it, know—they kind of ruined it. For, like I played it. You know, but I'm like, I'm playing it, I'm enjoying it, but I'm really the like the magic's gone. Yeah, the magic is gone. When Hollywood gets to it, um, what about this one? This one's a little obscure. I've never seen that. Yes, this How one is, it? is a little bit weird. Like it's uh, um, it, you can tell that the like it's very um, sketchy, mm-hmm. kind of almost like it was an unreleased that they tried to re-release, but it is very charming and magical and you know what, I'm going to set this one aside and next yeah. time uh, you come over um, you know, and we're kind of, you know, hanging out, we can yeah. watch this. It okay. is so cool. Um, it won't ruin anything for you, but um, I would say it is up there with the magic um, in the art styles a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So from the create- creators of spirited away and the Rin wind rises, I don't think I have the wind rises here, but yeah, I'm not, I guess I'm missing some, um, one, one that the kids absolutely loved is this one. Oh yeah. Especially Jordan, you know, leaving the house, teenager, uh, starting your own life. Plus, you know, with Kiki, she's got a cat that
0: talks, right.
1: Um, you know, who, who doesn't want that from, you know, sailor moon era.
0: Yeah, exactly. uh, You know, speaking of a cat that talks, have you ever, seeing The Cat Returns. That is uh, oh,
1: my favorite. Yeah. Well, I, I said the uh, <laughs> it was between Nausicaä and The Cat Returns that were my two favorites. And this one, nice. there were so many reasons. One, the voice actors in it. And I watched all of the... I, I'm not a movie uh, TV buff or enthusiast. I never watched the commentary behind the scenes, any of that. Yeah. Um, I also don't buy a lot of movies commonly. Um, especially that Netflix got, you know, 4k Dolby Atmos and Dolby vision support. Mm-hmm. I really weaned off of it, but this, like I've watched this back to front up and down, like yeah. I've YouTube stuff. You have like the, I think the dad is it the dad from everyone loves Raymond is, uh, Muta, which yeah. is the fat cat. Yeah. Um, and then it's just, it's just so charming. Mm-hmm, um, so for those that, you know, want to know what the cat returns is about, um, oh, by the way, I had, uh, I'd had like, um, you know, my, uh, my friend Nate and, uh, friend James, when I got this, when I was, uh, working at Blockbuster in Mississauga, I, you know, I bought it. Right. And they, they saw it on my shelf when they came over living at home. And, uh, I think I went to the bathroom or something, came back and they're holding it. They're like, what is this? And it was on like DVD. And they're like, they're like, like they were making fun of me like crazy, but they didn't know. Right. They were mm-hmm. like, they were like, it's like, guys, you have no idea. Right. And they're like, Oh, do you want to watch maybe the cow returns? I'm like, listen, <laughs> it's like, it's a kid's. It's like, no, listen, it's like, you can't judge a book or anything yeah. by the cover. Right? Exactly. Um, yeah. So in Hathaway, uh, Carrie, um Ellis, Peter Boyle, Elliot Gould, and Christian Bell. So we have like an all-star lineup mm-hmm. of um voice actors, just charming, incredible. Cool thing about this movie 90 minutes. That's an hour and a half, pretty short. Perfect. I think it's even like an hour and twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. It is like if you if you have time a little bit longer than a show, right? Yeah. I like these movies that you can get through like a longer show. Yeah. Like two hours, yeah, I would say You know, for me personally, the death of the, or the slow dying of the movie industry in favor of TV and episodic content for me was the two hours, right? Right. It's very difficult to sit through this, but this one hour and 20 minutes or uh, 90 minutes is, is, you know, a gift from from God, in my opinion. For
0: sure, yeah. Uh, How about this one? I've seen that, yeah. That's a newer one. I'd say this, this one here is
1: uh, the Tales from Earthsea. Yeah. Um, William Defoe, other um, voice actors. Now, this one here, it was like I put it on thinking that, okay, another Ghibli movie, kids will be fine. The opening, pretty gruesome, a lot of blood. You know, mm-hmm. you know. so I, I really wish I watched Tales from Earthsea before yeah, uh, <laughs> than watching them with my kids. I mean, the, the rating is PG-13. I mean... Right. And it says for some violent images, but after that first part, you know, it mm-hmm. gets pretty benign, um, yeah. or, like least invasive. Um, so then, so after, I'm not sure what actually happened with Ghibli, but they did essentially like dissolve or whatever, but some of the actor, sorry, not actress, uh, artists and ex-employees, uh, fa- found a, a new company called, uh, Studio Pawn Oak or Ponoc or P O N O C, and I was lucky enough to hear about this, and I was able to get this. and I'm not sure if you've seen this. This is Mary and the Witch's Flower. I have not seen that. Oh, um, I'll put this in front too. This one here has mm. it. It feels uh, almost indistinguishable yeah. from a Ghibli movie. There is something missing. You can tell that you know Miyazaki perhaps was not involved. Yeah. Right. So it does not have his level of storytelling, right. but it has all of the imagination and, you know, it, it's more like uh Kiki's uh, delivery service. So like that, the witch one mixed with Hal's moving castle. So that very imaginative, you know, pouring out some liquid that is also a person that has mm-hmm. a face and talks to you. Like, it's just so incredible. Yeah. This one is so good. They have another one coming out. Um, and if you just look at if you like Wikipedia, what's the, this company name, uh, P O N O C. And if last time I checked, they have another one coming out and you type in studio on Oak. Yeah. And so the yeah. commercials, they have Mary and the witch's flower, which was 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so they have a, another one, Modest Heroes, which is the 20 um, August 24, 2018. Um, doesn't look like there was a well, maybe there is a stateside release. And then in winter um, 2023, they were planning um another one called Yoshi Yoshi Yuki Mamos, mm-hmm. but yeah, modest heroes. I'm gonna check like Amazon real quick to see if that's out, and I'll do a. Yeah, but Studio
0: Ghibli's still still operating. Are they? Okay. And Miyazaki is still. He came out of retirement to to start uh-huh. animating, and well, I don't know about animating because he's a little bit older. Yeah. But to produce a film, so they're coming out with a new one called How Do You Live in 2023 this year. Wow. And he intends it to be his last film, according to this this article.
1: Wow. Yeah. So modest heroes um, mm-hmm. pun Oak short f- films. So this one here is, looks like three different short films. Um, let me just see here. This one here is, huh? This is another one. There, there's another studio Ghibli one called Earwig and the witch. Mm-hmm. Like what is going on here? There's like even more. So I, They're I'm not probably even sure. a lot.
0: They've been making movies for, uh, How long, how long does it say here? 37 years.
1: It's incredible. I wonder, um, I'm gonna add it to the cart and then just see if uh, it's on Amazon because my wife being a um, financial planner, um, keeps me on a tight budget. Um, The half pound Reese's peanut butter cup is $5. And that seems reasonable as well but let's get off amazon at this point um have <laughs> you had the half pound cup like do you like uh reese or do you have any chocolate half a like pound oil? cup yeah we're talking about like the size I've never of had a that. small soup bowl no no if you put it in the fridge and you cut it it's like little pieces of pie it's like a little um,
0: yeah yeah i've non, never
1: had it uh, not okay so all right so we got our next time plan we got mary and the witch's flower right well, yeah. what else we got a half pound well then uh, what was the other one oh yeah this one too right and then yeah. um we'll do those two and we'll uh unfortunately um uh, any kind of workout you do that day really you're probably gonna have to tank because <laughs> because <laughs> of the uh half pound cup um but yeah it's great. yeah
0: yeah um it, you know what i just great. read that they have a museum for studio ghibli in, in japan that yes museum. You, heard, you saw that yes i have yes and cool. I told, uh,
1: you know, the wife kids. If we ever went to, uh, Japan, it's like a, some of the stuff's outdoor, some of it's indoor. Um, but it really feels like you're in the world that, let me just pull it up here. Studio Ghibli theme park. Yes. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I think,
0: think it's a up. museum. It's called. Yeah. It's a museum. So Ghibli park.
1: Not to be oh
0: sorry, there's Ghibli it says not to be confused with Ghibli Park. Sorry, Ghibli yes. Park and Museum are two distinct things. Yes, well, i would um, be
1: visiting both places. Yes, so that this one is crazy. There's like um, when you go to the Totoro area, like um,
0: yeah, I'll put works. this
1: one in the show notes. Um, I'll just paste it in here. I'm not sure if you're able to see that one, or I'll, maybe I'll put it in the chat. But I right, have an interactive. Uh, yeah, for sure, I would go. If you if you want an excuse uh, to go to Japan, this is uh, good. And do you have the uh, link for the museum? Um, yes, I do. Maybe put put it both in the footnotes in the chat. I'm not yeah. sure which one will uh, push to Spotify and all that. Okay, let me put it in. Back might it up be here. double dipping. Um, right. So the Studio Panok. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, um, it's a Japanese animation studio based in, uh, Mus, Mus, Musashino, Japan. It was founded in 2015 by a former lead producer of Studio Ghibli. And let's see here. So, um, and its first feature film was Mary and the Witch's Flower, which was released uh, July 8th, 2017 throughout Uh, Japan, with its film's main character, Mary Smith, serving as the company's mascot, and their logo, similar to the mascot uh, Totoro for Ghibli. So, kind of almost like a, hey, don't uh, fix it if it's not broken. Right? Uh, They came out with a de facto logo, which was a character, and they Mm. decided to continue that. Um, (laughs) But let's see what other movies that um, I don't have here, because I think I went over all of them, um, that I have that is on Wikipedia. So, um, another one I loved, mm-hmm. um, was, and this is going back oldish to know this. So we talked about castle in the sky.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we didn't talk about grave of fireflies. I've seen that that's pretty, uh, right? pretty, pretty, um, mature, not mature as in like gruesome, but, um, very sad. Um, it is yeah. almost like a, it very much humbles you down. And um, for the kids, it was, you know, a time that we would, you know, hug a little bit more and appreciate mm-hmm. life. Um, we talked about only yesterday, I think. No, we talked about Whisper of the Heart, but I think only yesterday was the, which one of them was the cat, like the cat returns is number two, right? What was the first one? Is it um, because it's either whisper of the heart or only yesterday?
0: My um, oh yeah, remember. it is. Yeah.
1: So here, I'm not sure if you, you can see that in the top. Yeah. Oh, okay. See. So whisper of the heart was the first time mm-hmm. you saw the cat, and the cat returns was right. Um, yeah. So that one was. Have you seen uh, Porco Rosso? That's the one I wanted to say. So that isn't. That is so crazy. So it's for those that have remember. seen this or heard of it um he is a amazing um uh, war um pilot like fighter pilot or a world-renowned race pilot and through whatever means um there was a curse placed on him that turned him into a fat pig right and now he just hangs out on an island with his plane you know sipping you know, my ties and occasionally pops <laughs> into the city to, you know, you know, go about his ways, but he is uh so cool. You know, he's, yeah. he's for someone that you would think would be, you know, a real life pig walking around in the society that we have right now would get bullied beyond belief. Right. But this guy is so cool. He's so chill. Um, You know, we're, we're talking about the, Testosterone levels of this pig are trump any human, hands down, <laughs> uh, working out or not, or um, pharmacod- pharmacology uh, induced
0: or not. Um, just the coolest yeah walking. Pig. And he's he's yeah. an he's an ex Italian World War One fighter. Mm. So that's he's an Italian pig, hence the name Porco Rosso, and I believe Rosso means red mm, in Italian. The, the red pig. The red pig. I believe yeah, that's what it means. I'm not Italian, so I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that's what it means. The yeah. red pig. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree.
1: Um, Such a awesome
0: movie.
1: Ocean Waves. Um, I don't remember this one. Um, yeah, I don't either. I don't. I, I got to check that one out. Um, then as, uh, after... Um, uh, so Porco Rosso, Ocean Waves... Pom Poco. pom Poco that was pretty cool it's it uh, correct me if I'm wrong it's about raccoons
0: yeah okay so I watched but, uh, that recently actually with my nice my son it's about and raccoons you, yeah you have uh, it on uh, blu-ray or no I don't have it on DVD uh, yeah, yeah Did you remember ever go that? down the rebuy
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I know remember oh I have it on Betamax <laughs> I have it on, um, what was the thing that Sony came out with, with PSP? Oh, UMD. I have <laughs> UMD. UMD. Yeah. Um, and if you want to watch it, I got to bust out my PSP and use the mini HDMI to big HDMI cable.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, um, PompoCo was about raccoons. And um, yeah, it was mainly about the environment. And, you know, it was just a fun movie. Just, it was just fun. So the
1: raccoons are, you know. Very smart, right? We all know yeah. this, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, according to the movie, um, what we don't know is that they talk, they organize, they try to
0: figure stuff out, they yeah. build stuff. They want to thwart the, the developers. Th- yeah. You know, the typical bad, bad development people movie. <laughs> development yeah, yeah. bad. Definitely. Nature um, good. Yes, exactly. Um
1: yeah, it's funny that uh, we think we are the smartest race on the planet, but we are destroying the world environmentally on, and and killing each other at rapid paces. Yeah, like no other creature or nature
0: is right. Yeah, man, <laughs> but we're the smart ones, right? Especially these raccoons, man. I felt I feel for them after you watch the movie. It's like, man. Yeah. Never look at raccoons the same after after this. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I definitely leave the uh, garbage can open at night now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't want the mess. Um, <clears throat> uh, Princess Minok, uh My Neighbors, the Yamadas. I've never seen this. That one's, uh, I, I can't remember seeing that, but um, I don't know. It's just. Uh, you should it, watch uh, it at some point. That one is, I remember the cover. It's just like mm-hmm. everyone's smiling. Yeah. And you have Spirited Away. Yep. That was um, my first experience a good in one, yeah theaters, I think. I mm-hmm. saw it um, with some friends. Um, then Cat Returns, yeah. Owls Moving Castle, Tale from Percy, yeah. Ponyo, um, Ariadne. From Up on Poppy Hill. I do not have that one. Um, the remember. Wind Rises, Yeah, which... I don't. I'm just trying to think. I'm. I forget the difference between the Wind Rises and um, Nausicaa because I feel like two of them are very similar, and I need to watch them back to back. To um, oh, you, to
0: Nausicaa, Nausicaa, you would not, you would not mix that up with anything else, man. It's right. like things like crazy big cockroaches with shells on them, and she's yeah, like yeah. on this hoverboard, just shooting them. And they they can't die, yeah. and they expand. It's really really insane. We gotta watch that. Yeah, that We should watch it. That one's
1: awesome, man. I gotta get that on Blu-ray though, because you probably have it on Betamax. Or I have Demi, it on, <laughs> yeah, Betamax, dude. Yeah, you have it on, um, uh, A-track. Then there's the uh, Tale of Princess Kaguya. Um, yeah, that's the one I held up. So this one ha- happened after mm-hmm. The Wind Rises, um, or the same year. I can't really tell according to Wiki. Um. Then this one was a bit of a weird one. The kit, I do have it. I just, I might've downloaded it. It it was when Marnie was there. Hmm. And this one was very weird. Almost like, have you ever been to like a cottage? And then you have like some friends that you've met in cottage country. And you you like, they are like your best friends for life. And then all of a sudden time to go home yeah yeah for and sure i remember that's that <laughs> what that one is about you know it's just um about two girls friends mm-hmm. uh just really weird i like that one was probably my least favorite yeah um and then the red turtle okay that seems pretty pimp i wonder so that came out in 2016 i'm mm-hmm. uh I'm going to clear my
0: schedule this weekend to watch. I'll, well, I'll wait. I think I'll wait for you. The Red Turtle. It's a co-production between uh, Studio Ghibli and several French companies. It tells a story of a man who becomes shipwrecked on an uninhabited island and meets a giant red female turtle. The film has no dialogue. Oh, uh, yes. Wow. I remember this one. That's pretty I cool. Watch, I did watch this one
1: can't remember if I was under impressed or I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just hallucinating once again. Um, yeah. The Earwig and the Witch, that was 2020. But you see here on um, Wikipedia, you have the um, director and screenwriters, right? Yeah. And if you go back, 2013 is what appears to be the last time that we see uh mizaki right because he retired yes and then if you look at all of these none of these were our favorites right uh i, I talked about when marnie was there was yeah. definitely not uh, i didn't watch any of them after after that right. so i can't and see then, so maybe maybe i'll wait uh, maybe i'll wait on the earwig and the witch however mm-hmm. i'm not sure the director goro or I'm not sure what the accent over the last O, how to pronounce that. But his last name is Miyazaki, so I'm not sure if it's a relative. It I could mean,
0: very well be. That one might be okay, because, but, but that, that assumes that but- <laughs> Miyazaki's
1: <laughs> magic is in the blood.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work like that. But you know something? This Erbegan the Witch, mm-hmm. it looks like computer-generated animation. Uh-oh. I can't really tell for certain oh like the cover and stuff yeah if you click on it you can see the the uh cover look yep. at the art what do you think computer animated
1: oh for sure if you actually hit the images tab yeah it
0: looks like all like that yeah i'm not a huge fan i have to say of computer generated animation i do yep. like hand-drawn uh, animation better just yep, something too. i grew up with and i enjoy it better yeah do you think that makes us old fogies yeah probably yeah. but who cares Get off my damn! Everybody's lawn. gonna get old. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody listening to this is gonna get old. It's how it's do inevitable. you live?
1: How do you live? Is that that's the one that's coming out next from?
0: Right, Izaki. and it looks and like that, he drew the cover by hand, which is good.
1: Yeah, pretty crazy, <laughs> and that comes out in um, July, um, twenty twenty three some reason, I keep on thinking it's 2024. Um, all right. So my last one here, um, oh, I think we did, like, pretty good on, you know, going over stuff and why people should check it out yeah. is, um, okay, so we talked about how, um, you know, Ghibli has inspired video games. Um, yeah. Miyazaki has retired, and um, people are like, oh, no, we're not stopping. Let's go, Right. right. Similar to like, you know, George Lucas steps down, they still mm-hmm. do Star Wars, they get better and better. I mean, in this case, the Ghibli stuff didn't seem to, but the, you know, the, uh, you know, the ex employees that went to Studio Ponok, uh, yeah. like, you are going to love Mary and the Witch's Flower. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about the, the games um, that were directly working with. Right. Uh, Ghibli and the spin-off after or, or the part two that was not but however since part one was there was some crossover and we even have like games like this which um I'm holding up a copy of Baldo which is almost like a Miyazaki inspired Zelda clone top-down isometric from a smaller development company this yeah. one I got from Picks and Love Games Peggy uh, 7 so it's a European disc um, that works in the PS4. Obviously it's a uh, region free in PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're even inspiring non completely unrelated uh, developers to build similar, similar games. And they're all charming, beautiful, like fun game. and wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like Baldo. It
0: was yeah. Fun. I
1: think we should, we have our, we have our, we yeah. have our um, hangouts cu- uh, cut out for us, mm-hmm. uh, you know, giving back to that. And uh, yeah. Um. I'm, again, I'm stuck in Baldo. Um. I got to this one area where I'm like, "You ever, you ever do this in video games? You're like, I don't want to Google what to do, but I'm kind of wasting hours right now." Yeah, that and happened I'm,
0: to us last time. Yeah, we we're, were sitting like, there. It's like half an yeah, hour later.
1: Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Like, Let's Google it. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll have to Google it um a couple more times and should hopefully get back yeah i mean
0: there's there's like a fine line between enjoying enjoyment and uh frustration right you want to be right want to straddle that middle and enjoy it and not be frustrated but you know yeah, yeah you can look after a while man there's i mean i think 30 minutes is a good time in which you can uh, yeah
1: exactly it's i wonder if for development it's kind of sim uh similar to like okay what was the thing that uh, we were saying, like, if you're stuck for 20 minutes mm-hmm. to like uh, Google it or give a peer a call, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah. spend 20 minutes, figure it out, do some exploratory, right? But right. then as soon as, you know, you're like, okay, what's going yeah. on?
0: And then boom, chat GPT. Sometimes you have crazy people who just want to go at it forever. And I'm I'm, I'm guilty of that sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's definitely a skill
1: that you have to... Um, yeah, it's a skill like, for sure. Yeah it gets stronger like any muscle yeah um i want right. to bring
0: up one cool game before we we change yeah. this uh all what right. we're talking about there's a cool game called uh, behind the frame the finest scenery and it's a point-and-click game which i've been like delving into like crazy ah. like I, I love point-and-click games and yeah. i've been playing a lot of them so i started to play this and it's inspired by by ghibli i mean the people who made it Wow! Yeah, they and this is
1: it, it's on Steam,
0: right? It's on Steam. And it's also on Switch.
1: Ah, oh, it's on Switch.
0: Yeah, but point and click on Switch is a little more more challenging. Yes. Yeah, it's on all, uh, so the all it,
1: all reviews are overwhelming positive. Um, yeah, it looks incredible. I have to check that one out. I'm yeah. going to start uh, booting up Steam right now. Of course, it's doing an update <laughs> because if you haven't opened it in a while, but Anyhow, cool. Okay. That's good to know. Behind the frame, um, mm-hmm. we'll probably put a link to that in the show notes as well.
0: Yeah, um, great idea. Yeah,
1: cool. Yeah, so for for anyone out there that haven't haven't checked out any of the works or inspired works or derivatives or you know aspirational works of any developer or um, production studio for Studio Ghibli, uh, Ponoke or anyone kind of touching that kind of inspiration level, it's definitely worth uh, checking out wholesome, amazing family quality, um, you know, love, peace, and kindness, no really bad messages. You don't end up turning off the movie and saying, damn, I'm scared to go outside. You know, <laughs> it's not a gears of war. You know, it's, a, uh, it's yeah. like gears of heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. but, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Anything cool. else really from your side before we head out? No, I think, uh, we've said enough for one day. And yeah, look forward to uh, next week when we talk about our next topic, which is probably going to be a mystery until Tuesday. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it'll definitely be a a
1: mystery. Um, But it's going to be good. You and I both know. Um, Sure. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Hope you have a fantastic week. Rui and I will see you next time.